All right, people, this is Mike Williamson. Uh, in this episode, I want to spend a few minutes talking to the women who are going through premarital counseling or are just, you know, thinking about getting engaged. And I want to talk about the selection of a mate. I'd like to present to you a few observations from the animal world. I'd like you to go on to YouTube and find some videos of animals in the mating season, whether it's a deer, an elk, moose, whatever. The startling thing that you see when a female a deer or elk uh, comes into their season for conceiving, the male elk, the male deer just about kill each other trying to gain the supremacy. It's like that in just the whole animal kingdom is like that. In Africa, all these places, there's a battle that goes on between the males of the species for who gets to mate with the female. What I'm trying to get at is present a picture to you ladies. Take a lesson from nature. Take a lesson from the animal kingdom, because oftentimes animals are smarter than we are. We humans are really seriously messed up. And oftentimes, ladies, especially nowadays, you know, a century ago it was a little bit different. Men were expected to be candidates, worthy candidates for marriage. They were expected to have a great future, financial stability, the ability to provide a house and a home. All these financial considerations were utmost in the minds of women, and especially the woman's parents when when this young lady was thinking about getting married. The romantic part was not utmost in their minds, especially the parents. They want to know what this guy is, what's his caliber, how is he going to protect and provide for their daughter. Nowadays, it's sad to say that the lament that I've heard from various pastors and other premarital counselors is that there's either two types of men. Either there's the bully who is an abuser and runs roughshod over his wife and his family, or there's the guy who is in the background and doesn't take responsibility and leaves everything up to the woman to set the tone for the, for the family. I'd just like to say to you ladies, it's very difficult nowadays in this country, in this culture, because both men and women have gone so far off the tracks. Now, there's all kinds of personality types, all kinds of varieties. Uh, you got some men that are A-type personalities. They're real go-getters, high achievers, and they're very directed. They got everything dialed in. And, and then there's other men who are more laid back. But whatever personality type, what you want in a man is some core assets, I guess you would call them. And and among those would be a gentleness and humility. These things can be present in the most A-type go-getter people. They can still be humble and gentle. You know, a man can be a a football player and, and go out on the football field and crack heads with other guys and just beat each other up. But the same man, 250-pound muscle-bound man, can, after doing that, can come home and be as gentle uh, with his children uh, as a little kitten and as gentle with his wife. So it's not so much the personality type as do you see the essential qualities in the man.
that will hold the family together and that will promote godliness and bring up the children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord, be the example uh, to his children, and be the one that, uh, whether he's a laid-back guy or an overachiever, be the one who has it in his heart, intentional, to bring home the bacon. And not just the finances, but also he, he provides everything else that the family needs, that the wife needs, all the emotional support, all the sensitivity and caring. So that's those are some of the things you want to look for in a man, regardless of their personality type. A core gentleness and a core humility, where he's not boastful and bragging and rash and all that kind of stuff. Again, you want a man who's going to fight for the privilege and the honor of marrying you. That's a tall order in this day and age, because society has made wimps of men, and uh, men just do not take, take the lead. I guess what I'm saying to you ladies is, don't give yourselves away so cheaply. Look for a man who values you and treasures you, and will, so to speak, crawl over broken glass to, to have you, and to love you, and to take care of you, and provide for you. In other words, ladies, you should have a very high standard for the man who wants to marry you. And sad to say, I think it, it falls upon you women to take the initiative in this sense that you demand of your men to be men. You know what I've heard from some of the pastors that use our workbook is that they're experiencing this dilemma of men that are addicted to video games. They play video games all day. Or uh, when they get off work, they're, they're playing video games. They're playing video games to 10, 12 o'clock at night. And, and some of these, these men are married. I mean, they're already married, and they're neglecting their families to play video games. Now, I'm an old guy, and there was no such things as video games when I was a young man. But, you know, the technology and the Internet has made all this stuff available to us and has created wonderful, wonderful blessings and also has created curses. Now, another thing is that some of you ladies might be desperate. You really want to get married and maybe you're getting older and you want to find a mate and time's running out, so to speak. You know, it, it used to be that when you hit 35, 40 years old, your biological clock for having children is kind of run down, is, is run out. It used to be thought that at that age there could be birth defects. So when you are hit 30, you're looking at a 10-year window to get a family going, and that adds pressure to you. So you might be tempted to choose a mate that is substandard. And if you do that, you might end up paying dearly for it for the rest of your life. I don't want to scare you. I don't want to frighten you. I, I'm not a woman. I, I don't know what you go through. You know, when you're, when you're 20, 25, you've still got your youth. You've got your whole life ahead of you. When you hit 30, you know, psychologically, uh, emotionally, mentally, and socially, things start changing. By the time you hit 30, 35, and all your friends are married, and, you know, you're not attractive to 25, 30-year-old people, you know, the field is, is kind of thinned out. The only people that might be attracted to you would be 50-year-old uh, men. I don't know. I don't know what you do, ladies. I just hope whatever age you are, whether you're 20, 25, 30-year-old, 
choose wisely, you choose godly. On other episodes, we'll talk about choosing a, a man who's who's a very real Christian and not just a, a part-time, phony, wannabe, religious kind of person. Somebody who's walking the walk and not just talking the talk. It's very important. Well, that's it for now. And people, if you've liked this, if it's been beneficial to you, please click the like button, subscribe, share this with your social media contacts and friends, click the bell or whatever for notifications of the latest episodes, and get the word out. We can help turn your lives and the lives of other women around for the better. So until next time, God's grace and his mercy and his wisdom. <laughs> be with you.